I'm recording right now. Oh, yeah. Martel's a weirdo. All right, talk now. Can you hear me? Only on my left side. Uh, so you're fine. Get over strong it. Strong side. Be a strong performer. We believe in you. Okay, all right, all right. <coughs> Does he need to check his TCIP? <laughs> TCPIP settings. TCPIP. Ross is expert on that now. Actually, I do know quite a bit about it now. Ross is the man. I don't know about all that. Put this down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Come over here. Wow. That way we can talk directly into the mic. Ooh. Okay. Now I can hear you. Ladies and well. gentlemen, welcome to the sexy hour. <laughs> That's okay. Just, just ladies, just yeah, ladies. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> it's like it's now time for slow jams at six o'clock. The quiet storm. So welcome to the quiet hour. Uninterrupted quiet silence. <laughs> Uninterrupted silence for one whole hour. No commercials, <laughs> no disturbances. Enjoy. So Right off the top, Rodrigo. Yes. Ross Black. What's up? Tell everybody what they should get for White Elephant. Mm. I know All you right, guys so do White Elephant. This tis the season to be jolly, I would say. <laughs> and with this jolliness comes White Elephant get-togethers. Now, what I would recommend is you never want to be the person bringing a shitty White Elephant gift. The shittiest gift in the group. You want something that people are going to want to steal multiple times. You want to be the bell of the ball, after all. Yeah. White elephants are mostly about how good you are at giving gifts. That's right. Because not only do you come prepared with the best gift and people will be happy, but you can also, you know, flex your superiority over them yes. uh, in your gift buying expertise. Hell yeah. And you know what? The reason why we're asking Rodrigo is because he got this last year. You got a loose ass pussy. Well, you need your you need your <laughs> puss or your, your lady's puss to be a little little bit tighter. We we all love tight pussy here. We all love tight pussy. The tightest. So this guy brings to so the white elephant some what's it called Benoit balls. Benoit balls. Classic. That movie for your pussy to squeeze on. Great. I've never seen the movie. Saw parts of it. It was pretty bad. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Take your pussy to the gym. <laughs> squeeze on some Benoit balls. This segment brought to you by Benoit Balls. Hey, you, you should do all my ads, man. <laughs> That'd be great. <coughs> so, that's why we asked Rodrigo. He brought Benoit Balls last year. So, he's got to step it up this time. Like I said, you, you want to find something that the group likes uh, and you don't roll with that. For example, uh, anything sports related is usually a hit, except when everyone likes different teams. Then it just becomes too difficult. Yeah, you got to know your crowd, too. You, gotta, you have to know your crowd. And if you're going to White Elephant and you don't know the crowd, like let's say you just got invited to a random party uh-huh. and they told you to bring a gift. Right. Then here's the move. Gas cards. <laughs> I, I knew you were going to fucking say it. Gas cards. Gas card. Everyone, has, everyone needs gas. Unless that cocksucker drives a Prius. Ah, uh, true. He never needs gas. You know what? You never have to be on gas. the... On either end of the spectrum when getting gifts. You have to get something super boring yeah, that's so going to just make them mad. So don't get gas cards if you're only friends with like Tesla drivers. Mm. Don't do it then. You don't know your audience. You get them a nice lithium battery. Yeah. I mean, you're playing at that level. If all your friends have Teslas, you're doing all right. But you know what? Contrary to that, people who drive Teslas and Priuses, they like to recycle things. So if you get them that gas card, they will give it to somebody else as a gift. Oh, as right, that they thought of. A Tesla Polo. 
Apollo for a Tesla. Apollo. Uh, a like, Tesla Apollo. Like the uh, the old school Lamborghini jacket without oh, the Lamborghini. Oh. Jacket, but like a Tesla jacket. What the Ferrari Pumas? Remember yeah, those? Those 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 were sick. You had some of those. <laughs> yeah, of course. Hell yeah. Playing indoor soccer and shit. Indoor soccer is jam. Indoor soccer or uh, shifting gears. That's what Ferrari shoes are for. Italianos. All right, uh, Martel, what else you got on the agenda? On the agenda. So, Thanksgiving, man. Or, you, you know what? You know what? Before before Thanksgiving, even though it was after Thanksgiving, we need to talk about Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. <laughs> oh, that, that fight was this past no. Saturday. Yeah. yeah. We need to talk Did about... Did you watch any of it? I saw the highlights and... Uh... <laughs> These... Yeah, definitely Bro, no, see the no, best no, no. Parts we, we have to talk about that night, yeah. not just that fight. You yeah. know what I'm talking what about? What happened that night? Fucking Nate Robinson. Oh, he got oh, KO'd. Yo. I saw that by Jake Paul. Yeah, by oh, Jake Paul just looked like a superior boxer the entire time. Man. I mean, but he only looked like that because it was a very inferior boxer going against him and Nate Robinson. Well, you can't say that was any type of training involved. Well, yeah, Nate Robinson. I, I thought he was going to come in, you know, prepare to box a little bit more. You know, with, oh, his, I like, re- with his resources, I thought he was going to have like better trainers. I'm just saying. I mean, apparently it was just a thing where he wanted to just get in the ring and settle it. But you got to know who the fuck's watching. You got to yeah, know. Hit him with a rabbit punch. Bro, he hit him with a fall forward. He went and ran all downhill like a running back, bro. Just he went right for him and he just got caught. He's like, I don't plan on not landing any punches. That's what he did. He just ran forward and like right threw arms. Too. He yep. was out. Oh, man. Knicks fans. Got another thing to be sad about. I mean, Nate Robinson did look pretty yoked, though, for that fight. Nate Robinson's always been yoked. He's 5'9", 5'7". Then he was playing shape. Yeah. I mean, he's probably added on some pounds. He ain't been doing no cardio, maybe. Well, you don't, you don't do that, like... NBA game cardio. That's Bruh, cardio. fucking Jake Paul wore his jersey afterwards. Oh, seriously? Bruh, he put on his fucking jersey. <laughs> so, well, so, so you ordered the fight? No, no, no. Nah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I did, actually. Ah, nice. Yeah. I was just at work. I had the family over, so, you know, and they were the ones to get down. They had a casino event over at Ombra. It's like a fancy restaurant inside the NGM Grand. Mm-hmm. But I had no guests. I wanted to go. I mean, I would have went, but no one wanted to go. Oh, that's sad. I, I know, man. I yeah. know. I should. I should just comp the tickets into someone else and like. Yeah, that would have been dope. We would all came. That'd been yeah. sick. I mean, I would have worked through it, but yeah. <laughs> Bro, it was so funny. I mean, that was just that was hilarious. If you got to see the actual fight. Yeah. You saw it, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I love that people in, in social media and all like celebrity and whatever you want to call it are just settling their settling their uh, their issues in the ring. Because <laughs> man, it it really exposes some real shit. It's cathartic. You, you know, one takeaway of, of the whole thing was, you know, where has the sport of boxing gone? That Dude. that now that this is this is the kind of boxing that like draws a crowd, not like no, no. actual boxers anymore. Well, it it's gone, and now it's come back. Well, it's just, well I don't know if I, I would say it's, it's come back. back. It's, it's no, it's coming back. Uh, I don't know about that. No oh, man, it's like we just saw Mike Tyson fight. Like, what? Like, what was Mike Tyson in his prime? Like, how many years ago was that? Oh God! But see, if you're using that as like a, a marker for when it's back, yeah, then you're gonna notice it when it is back, not when it's on the way. I'm telling you, it's on the way right now. I would have to disagree. 
I'm telling you. I don't think it's back. I, th- I think it's it's way too far uh, far gone. I feel like there's no high high level talent in boxing. Uh, what? That, no, no, that draws like a like a major following. It is. No, like, no, like it's only major out, for the like, level it's at. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's major for right now. Maybe maybe that one giant like a uh, British guy. What was his name? Who Tyson Fury? Tyson Fury. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, even even him. I mean, yeah, Bro, what are you talking good, about? That's a dude from like, London. He's not like overpowering. Or from the UK, fighting somebody from America. Yeah. For a country, and you see the way people are about these these fights. Nah, I, I just think the UFC has kind of overtaken them. However, those UFC athletes don't get paid enough. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, because they're they're definitely like getting. Yeah, Dana White's a real piece of shit. Kicked yeah. in the head enough. I don't know much about that. Why is he a piece of shit? Because he's not paying them enough. Yeah, he's not paying. And because he controls the vast majority of what MMA is now, the only way you create a name to get paid is by fighting through UFC. Mm-hmm. And by the time you end up becoming a name, you're so deep in the ecosystem and constantly making him happy that you don't want to lose that because you lose access to mm-hmm. Dana, you lose access to good fights, you lose, right. you lose your money. So there's really no like... It's a hard monopoly. It, if, yeah. Well, it was only through UFC. And and even then, as a as a fighter, it's tough to get like endorsement deals for like, you know, giant like companies. So do you, I mean, you think you can get endorsement deals? But okay, they're not going to be like the, the the ones that kind of like that was some bullshit. But I got a tostado. Everybody's gone. It's only me left. Oh. Or back oh, online? shit. Ross just came back. We <laughs> <laughs> realize we're back online. We are back on. Rodrigo has now set up uh, multiple displays for his perusal. <clears throat> With his per- what? <laughs> perusal? For his perusal, yeah. What does that word mean? Perusal, perusal. is actually a funny word. Yeah. Because... And um, in common parlance and what people think it means, everyone thinks it means to skim over lightly. But perusal is actually the intent of reading something with great detail and attention. Oh, yes. That's Rodrigo all the way. Perusal, motherfucker. Yeah. You peruse. Perusing, motherfuckers. You be perusing. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if you're going to pay attention to something, you might as well, you know, look at it in close detail. You might as well peruse. Or else you're just wasting your time. Yeah. Exactly. But I just think it's funny that it's one of those words that people think it means one thing, but in actuality, it means something the complete opposite. <laughs> Sir? Damn, you know what I want to open back up? Big League Dreams. The softball spot out yeah. here. They got some uh, soccer there too. God damn, man. I missed that, that place. Shit. Was cool, man. I remember going there one time. That, that, that was a fun spot. I yep. missed that shit. It had like, what, three, four bars in between all the fields? Softball cages, indoor soccer, which I wanted to get into for a minute. Dude, I have uh, indoor like, shoes. They're not really cleats, but they have like a little tiny plastic studs at the bottom. Oh, the the switch offs. Yeah, for, yeah. for like turf though. Yeah, uh, they they have like you know indoor soccer on like clay or like you know 
mm-hmm. like on hard hard surface small spikes mm-hmm. no but for that you need you need the for the hard surface you need like uh with like the rubber like the rubber bottom you know bro i want to i want to know i want to learn that positioning for your foot for for striking a, a soccer ball ah you know what i'm saying yeah because yeah. i see it all the time we play the game all the time mm-hmm. i see it and i want to be like i'm like bro how do you how do you strike that shit what's oh, the man. contact some like? people just smash it bro and then to bend it oh yeah that's that's like a you want to like swipe it sort of like swipe it like to the it's side it's gotta be in the hips too yeah just coming to it just like that can shit you do is that? hard though can i do that Maybe if I get lucky on one <laughs> shot, that shit is hard. Man. Like for it to like look good and have like a lot of power like that, and and like bend like that, that's that's a hard shot. I'm gonna try that shit. <clears throat> like sometimes when I used to play indoor, it would happen like by accident. I'm like, ah, perfect. And like I try to do, it and then I remember I, I was running and I hit it once, and I was trying to do it, but I hit it like so bad that it just kind of cut way too hard, but. The goalie didn't take it like a good angle, so it went in anyway. Ha! Yeah. So it just looked like I was running, and then I cut the shit out of it, and it ended up just like getting the goal. Ha! Like, damn. How'd that feel? Scoring I mean, a goal. It, it felt great. Yeah, goal's like, a goal. It felt great. A goal's a goal. You know, I wanted to take my shirt off, but then I would have got uh, in trouble in that little indoor uh, soccer league. Just take your shirt off. <laughs> 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 Slide out like you're fucking a rock star. Oh, it, it hurts to like slide out like on the turf. Like, yeah, knee that, pads. That indoor turf, yeah. That indoor turf, that shit hurts. <laughs> Goddamn. Oh, it's, uh... To be a fucking highly paid soccer pl- soccer star. <sighs> it's a hard black, but, you know, someone has to live it. Shut that shit up. I'm living that. <laughs> Shit. All the struggle I gotta travel on the PJ to go from field to field or country to country. Oh man. The top notch care that I mean I mean I don't really know anything about any of that stuff to be honest, so I don't know if they get top medical care and all that. I just know I they should. I see it's I see how much they're getting paid. There. And getting paid like that, the care has to be in like, there somewhere. Didn't that um that one Argentinian soccer player just die this last week? Oh, Maradona. Yeah. Oh, that dude was like a national hero, even though yeah. he was kind of like a scumbag was, for most of his a, life. A massive scumbag and Maradona. a national hero. He, uh, he um, dude, he would hang out with like Fidel Castro. Yeah, he was a he was a giant garbage human, and like they're having like massive funerals for him. Oh yeah, are you serious? Like yeah, I think they uh they gave people like three days off from work Damn. in Argentina. The, the, Cope with the struggle. Well, the the thing about it is that man won a World Cup for them. Yeah. And that's huge. Oh, yeah. It's the best in the world. It's the best in the world. Yeah, you can't you know, beat that. There's nothing better than... A World than Cup. Yeah. Winning a World Cup for your country if it's like a Latin American country. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The United States. They're... Nah. Nah. I mean, we didn't even make the last World Cup, which was an embarrassment. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was just... Like, what the hell, man? They, they shouldn't be paid. That team should be disbanded. Like, what are you going to tell your kids? Yeah, like, oh, well, yeah. Your kids that don't even give a fuck about soccer. What are you going to tell them? Yeah, they're going to be still <laughs> disappointing you. They don't even care about soccer. That's rough. But yeah, it's crazy. Like, they shut down the entire country because a footballer died. That guy was 
crazy important to him. That's wild. Damn. Homie just sent me some of these uh, photos from from uh, when we were in, doing softball and shit like that. One mm-hmm. of my coworkers at Marquis. Yeah. So she does security and all that. But uh, she had some photos from when I ran into that. I slid under that fence and like cut my knee. Oh, I remember you. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And <laughs> just, just reminded me of the times I was there. Oh, look at that. Damn, dude. Just had, well, they just had to rush me to the fucking ER. Yeah. How much were you bleeding? A lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah? A lot. <sighs> and... <laughs> were they like, keep pressure on the wound? No, it was really chill. Like, I didn't feel the whole thing the whole time. Got to the ER, and uh, and uh, I was just waiting patiently, and they made me wait for a while. Got, like, 13 staples. Had a party. Yeah. What's the scar look like now? The scar looks fine now. Yeah. It's, it's healed. It's healed up. Did you tat over it yet or no? Not yet. I don't think I want to. It's a tat in itself, man. These tats are stories. See, yeah, I want a, I want a tattoo over my, my shoulder scars. Why? Man, I, I hate them, man. I fucking hate them. No. Why? If anything, tattoo all around it and then maybe have like a like a line pointing to it like it's a like a diagram no, in your I textbook. I feel like I see this one all the time. Ha! Like, I, I look at my side and I just see it. I'm like, God damn. They're just scars, bro. Yeah. Wait, so how'd you get it? The it the surgery from... Surgery from a yeah, from snowboarding. Are you not proud of that? No, I'm not. Okay, that's why you don't like it. Maybe, maybe that's why I don't like it. That's yeah. why you don't like it. Yeah. Because yeah, some a lot of mine, like all these ones I said I was going to tat over on the other side from the ATV and all that shit. I was like, no, that was a great time. No, you see, I maybe, it, maybe it feels like I fucked it up doing like a, a sweet some jump. sort of like a massive jump or you know <laughs> right. something that I was like, man, I almost landed it, but it went horribly wrong. I was breaking the record for you most. Know, yeah, so, so, maybe not breaking a record, but... <laughs> Maybe something no, that's like, a story you want to like a backflip. Like I almost had it, and then boom, you know that happened. But this was like the dumbest, like the dumbest fall. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm very ashamed of it. So I should I want to tat it. I want to tat over it. Tat over that shit. Doesn't scar tissue like hold tattoos differently, or does it not hold tattoos? Yes, I will. Yeah, uh, right. There's something like that. Yeah, yeah. Because the um ah shit, I don't know exactly how to explain it, but I feel like I can tell you just because I have I have a few. Right. And like I've since I've doodled over here on my arm. Yeah. Uh I went over some bumps and some things. It the the texture is a little different. Right. You know, and so like when the texture is different, the way the paint the ink comes out yeah. after, you know, just rolling over it comes out a bit different from when you're just going over your skin. Mm. Right. Like without I, I knew there was something there. Because I know I know the front one is definitely like more raised than the other two. Mm-hmm. So that one would. What would you get to tattoo over it? Just another scar. Tattoos are scars, but they look better. Hmm. I mean, I've always liked Jurassic Park. Ah, nice mm. big old Jurassic Park logo. No, not like the logo. A T Rex. Maybe like a like a Velociraptor. A nice Velociraptor. A Velociraptor. That would look dope. Uh, but I mean, I'd have to find like the right artist. And what yeah. if you went so deep into the tattoo that you were like, I'm gonna get. The sound wave of a Velociraptor just <laughs> oh you're like you're like, or, or on like one four of those or five levels like deep. A linear tattoo though, right? Huh? 
It's like a linear tattoo, the sound wave. Hey, no, yeah, it's like, that, like some people some people record the sound wave of like someone they love saying I love you to them mm-hmm. and then they get that tatted on them. You know? That's another another different thing. That, I don't think that would cover. Yeah, that wouldn't cover so, a lot. No, okay, so QR code, QR code that oh, leads QR? them to the sound. Oh, a QR code would a QR be QR code is game changing. A QR if, code. Yo, so what if you got a QR code, right? That sends you to a QR code though. Sends you to a video of you getting that scar. Nah, I feel like I feel like the QR code is not a shoulder tattoo. That's like a um, that's like a, a, a back like, or like, like a, a forearm tattoo. Yeah. Oh, like right here, a nice right back right tattoo. And as you flex, it changes the destination. <laughs> that's a, it's like, it's high like, tech. To to use the QR code though, you need to stand way back. If the QR code's that big, you need something small. Mm-hmm. QR code. Like, yeah, something you can just like place right your here. camera over. Yeah, like a QR code right right in. What would you have that website direct to? Fuck you. dot com. Yeah, fuck, fuck you. you. If, I, if I was a celebrity and then people, people, fucking paparazzi, just constant camera phones out, like, like, where's this taking me? Fuck you. dot com. You can get your uh, merch at uh, <laughs> sell some merch. Sell some merch. For about twenty dollars, twenty five dollars a piece. All right, I'm gonna continue packing this bong ski. Oh yeah, pack the bong. <laughs> he was sidetracked. The bowl is being loaded. Oh, oh, oh. oh, so the one I'm going to bring back from last time. Rabbit hole. Which last? I know you've been on the rabbit hole since the last time we talked. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I can tell you a few different ones. I know they're all on Pornhub, but I'm saying like the other ones. Oh, oh you want the non-Pornhub stuff. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, I have to dig deeper to... Uh, <laughs> There's non-Pornhub stuff? I know, believe it or not. That's weird, man. There is, so, I kind of want to start my own YouTube series. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be very strange, but hear me out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there would be a sweet opportunity at, like, doing videos on, like, vintage, like, old school Vegas. Like, the old hotels that have been since demolished. And, like, kind of documentary style, like coverage of that hotel of its construction of it's like the things that happened there with like the rat pack and like mm-hmm. some of the vintage shit that like the old school stories with the mob and everything else so, and how, so where would you film this though like at the old hotels i mean no because a lot of them is gone but you could use archival footage you can use uh, archival photos you're gonna do the like oh. so this is like you're gonna go to what the location was <coughs> and you're like this is where yeah it would be now and, and then shit. yeah not only just that but then like go into the history of the place like like how um, freaking the Desert Inn was pretty much where Howard Hughes lived for like two and a half years in the top four floors. Mm-hmm. And from there, he bought most of the casinos on the strip because he was just fascinated by the idea of buying them. Um, he also was a major piece in helping get rid of um, of the mob in Las Vegas. Yeah, that wasn't a good thing, though. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying good or bad, but it was incredibly <laughs> influential and important. So let me tell you, these corporations are worse than the mob. No, I... No, uh, they're the same thing. No, they're not. I just, one's legalized. I would say they're the same thing, one's only legalized. only care about one thing and one thing only. Growth and the bottom line. Right. I mean, like... That's, that's it? I think there's stories there about, like, the mob and everything else. And just shoot them as, like, this mm-hmm. whole documentary stuff. Now, the reason that why... That's kind of interesting. Right? And, like, I feel like you could tell some really compelling shit. Um, 
I've been doing reading about like vintage Vegas and like how Kirk Kerkorian built a lot of like MGM and then Jay Sarno with Caesars mm-hmm. and then like the newer generation with like Steve Wynn. Um, I think there's stories there, but the reason why I've been turned on to this shit is because um, there is a whole subsection on YouTube of like, defunct theme park rides where it's that same concept where they go through like old abandoned theme park rides from different like theme parks. Oh wait, we were talking about this last time. Yeah, a little yeah, bit, yeah. yeah. And like they dump t- like, and this dude has like, one, um, like one of the two guys who does this has over a hundred million subscribers, and most of his videos get like 20, 30 mi- million views each. Shut the fuck. That's what I'm Bruh. saying. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so there's All there's right. clearly a demographic for like this obscure history of like very niche things that people have a passion for. And for theme parks, yeah, that's a weird one, but I'm thoroughly in, entranced by it. It's absolutely fantastic so, stuff. So Okay, so how are you translating that idea into yours? So I think that there's there's really no there's no video content out there about vintage Vegas, like old school Vegas. Except for movies, yeah. Yeah, the, you like have Casino. You can't really, yeah. Oh, Casino was a great movie. It's a great movie. But you also have like the Godfather's, uh, Godfather 2 kind of goes. No, but you have stories right. told but about are, the Yeah, the, these the are, culture, yeah, I'm talking about like the honest to God, what actually happened with yeah. the mob on the strip and with and like mm. the Rat Pack on the strip and like some of these old hotels that everybody always talks about being like the old school Vegas I think there's value. There's nothing out there actually telling the stories. Would you bring like a uh, old school like Vegas dudes in to like talk about it like in a if room? If you can find them, absolutely. Oh man, I, my my old boss was one of those guys. He he dealt craps at like the MGM like during like the big MGM fire oh, back in the day. Dude, the old ba- the the Bally's building, the old MGM yes, Grand. Yes, dude, that's sick. Yeah, he, yeah, and um, yeah, man, that guy knows all that shit. Yeah, like, that's... I'll, I'll, we could bring him in for like an interview if, but he he would uh, probably ask us to like. Blur his face and like uh, uh, yes. mask his voice. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. So when I used to work over there, when I used to work at the Andrew Grand, they had me on a really tough schedule. And uh... <laughs> yeah, see, I th- that's that's been the rabbit hole I've been on recently because I think <laughs> that's a good rabbit hole, bro. I think there's something there. All right, so step one is probably buy like a trench coat. That way, when you're on location, you're, you're in the trench coat, right? <laughs> yes. I mean, isn't that the whole thing? Yes. Okay. Uh, we will. We need we need a duster. That's what I'm trying to say. No, no, we like like a, a like a tan like a tan trench coat. No, that way you will look like like the duster. Like all of a sudden, <laughs> and you and you're on camera, and you're like 50 years ago. This is what happened. Maybe maybe more than 50 years ago, because it's like what 2020. So yeah, yeah. See, I I just think there's something there. I've been kind of tooling around with the there. idea. And I've started like putting together like an outline for a first episode, mm-hmm. but I've been kind of distracted by other projects too. At this so point. when you jump into something like that, and I want to ask you because I like the way you just do things, when you jump into something like that, do you like write out like a whole like business plan or whatever <laughs> business plan? Even though it's just some like little thing you're diving into, or how do you look at it? I mean, business plan, no, but like outline of where i think it could go absolutely like it's more of a script than a business plan per se exactly <laughs> i mean a business plan will probably help me you know stay on 
my projects rather than constantly be like, oh, this would be a fun thing to do. Then halfway through, get distracted by another one. <coughs> like the true ADHD. But... Oh, man. I have ADD like it's nobody's business, bro. Yeah. And, um... But yeah, I, I don't know, man. That's... The, there's like... There is a massive subsection on YouTube of people who make videos dedicated to old theme park rides that have either been demolished or Bro, there's a kid that makes millions off of YouTube videos of him unwrapping shit. Oh, like I a, know. a kid, a child. Yeah. His parents are making bank. Yeah, his parents hold on to that shit and be mm-hmm. smart. Yeah, put that shit in a trust. Pay, yeah. pay off college now. You better be able to trust him. Mm-hmm. They might just get juiced. <laughs> oh my god, you can make this much unwrapping? There's gonna be more in the future. Yeah. Let's just use this for right now. <laughs> Son? Oh, those are, sh- you those are bad parents. Yeah. They're not seeing the big picture. Exactly. They just see those hundos. Hundos for the windows. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, there's your rabbit hole. Yeah, that's a real rabbit hole. Yeah. The history of Vegas and like, really like, thinking about it in a, Documentary form. Yeah. Well, you know the uh, the term 86. Do you know where that comes from, right? Isn't that just police code? Nah. What is That's that? That's what I thought. Well, I don't know. It might be police code, but I mean, yeah, the, 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 the meaning that I heard uh, probably about a month ago was uh, eight miles out of town and six feet under. Ha. Huh. 86. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that sounds more allegorical than actual. I feel but like it's that a was good made. One. It's a good one. That that was thought of by a creative person after they found out that what the police code was. That's what I say. Yeah, I think it's I think it's police code. Is it police code? Yeah. Now, I'm looking it up. I realize nobody can see what I'm doing here. Mm-hmm. Uh, origin of eighty sixing. Some law people right now just listening just. Uh, yeah, it's 86. Oh, it's military shorthand. Mm. Referencing uh, the the UCMJ, the Uniform Code of Military Justice, which covers Article 86, Absence Without Leave, or AWOL. Oh, okay. Nah, that makes no sense. I just heard, Urban I just Dictionary heard has it as, like, right. to huh. get rid of originally killing... For someone. Like what? Wait, wait, what? Well, alright, the phrase was 80 miles out and 6 feet under. 80 miles seems like a lot. That seems like a good amount, though. It's like over an hour drive. Like, come on. You just want to bury this guy and go back home. Like, come on. I mean, but you would have to go at least 80 miles. Dude, that's like 80 miles driving. That's like an hour and a half, a little bit under. Mm-hmm. Like driving 60 miles an hour. I mean, either way, if you decide to do that, you'll still get caught. Just because it's, you know, CCTV nah, and man, all you that shit. Caught. Here in Vegas? Nah. What? Just gotta get an off-roader. Yeah, if you, exactly. Like a Jeep. Grand Cherokee. Mm. I'll get the old off-roaders. Mm-hmm. All-terrains. That's when you go 80 miles out. Middle exactly. of the desert. Middle of the, exactly. Satellite phone. <laughs> you with the fool. Oh, why do you want a satellite phone? phone? That's how they track you. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Generator. Jeez. Oh, Solar powered. <laughs> the, the trick is to like have the hole already dug though. Like you don't want to be out there digging a hole with a dead body. You want to be out there, put the body in the hole, cover the hole, and get the hell up out get of there. The hell up uh, out I of just there. gotta be careful about that. 
About what? Digging a hole? Yeah, doing it beforehand. That makes it premeditated. Because if I'm an if I'm an investigator, well, yeah, but guess what? And I get a call that 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 somebody you know who who has a farm, you know, over out in the desert or something like that, like farm in the desert, but they have a hole somewhere near their house. I'm gonna go investigate. I'm gonna be like, oh, looks like somebody's getting ready to do something. We might have to stake this out. Go in and kick it. No, Hang out with the guy at the farm. Cover them in concrete. <laughs> <laughs> no one will ever find that. Nope. <laughs> so you gotta have a concrete mixer on standby. <laughs> concrete mixer. Okay. Here it is. This is how you, this is how you get rid of them. How would you get rid of them? Chop them up, huh? Talking about chopping people up again. Oh, damn it, Rodrigo. That's you, man. Yeah, you're the one who brought it in. You just introduced the phrase. We're talking about 86. Yeah. There's very difference, very big difference between 86ing somebody and chopping them up. This is a familiar guest, guys. The same <laughs> the same guy who gives you, you know, great credit advice with these new credit cards or just, you know, this, <laughs> he gives you uh, the newest information on credit deals. He also comes up with the greatest ways to get rid of a buy. Russ, Allegedly. Now I've got mine. You got yours? Okay. Hostel Jones. He likes Host- to chop people up. Hostel Jones. He wears a leather leather apron. <laughs> <laughs> with, with the big leather gloves. With too. a big ass. With the big leather gloves that go to the, the forearm. Welding mask. He got the welding mask. <laughs> welding mask. Oh, and, and Looking like some giant, Silent like, Hill. Those giant like <laughs> things. Like hanging from from the ceiling. Oh, the, <laughs> you know, like hanging like, like you in the slaughterhouse. Like the hook. Ah, yeah, that looked. Oh, you ever see that movie where the guy just gets put up on the hook? Oh, yeah, man, that's, that's gonna be terrible. That was the remake of uh, Texas Chainsaw, right? Right, I, I mm. think so. Jesus. Right on deck, huh? Savagery. Yeah, messed up, man. I was gonna say one of the parody <laughs> movies, like. Yeah. Scary movie or. I never really cared for most like horror movies. Yeah. Like I don't ever like. I never enjoyed them because they don't like they're not scary. Oh, did you see the movie Oculus? No. Oh, that movie's scary, man. Yeah. You need to watch that one. Oculus tonight. <laughs> watch that movie tonight. I think I've seen that. Is there a part two? Uh, I don't think so. Mm. Maybe I'm it's about like this uh, haunted mirror. No, see that? Yeah, that just my first reaction there is to laugh. No, 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 no. Let me let me tell you something, Ross. At the end. You will not be laughing, sir. Ah. You will not be laughing. <laughs> I, I can't tell if that's just an honest-to-God threat or an assurance that the movie is good. I'm going to fucking watch this. Too. Maybe it's a little bit of both. God, I'm fucking watch this movie, you piece of shit. <laughs> Yo. Yo. <laughs> no, I was going to talk about another movie that I thought you were talking about for Oculus. Oh, can we oh, do like no, a... Yeah. Um, like a like a movie like a movie thing. Oh yeah, oh, movie well, segment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like movie, movie recommendations. Okay, okay. We would like pick Ooh, a topic right. and then you just so, get, like a movie recommendation about you know said topic or like set whatever. That would that would also pan into like the old Vegas like we were just naming some movies a little bit. Ah uh, yeah yeah yeah. Bro. Or like something that you've seen recently. That... I think I just told you guys about this one on Amazon, Amazon Prime Video. If you got it, watch it. The Lie. Oh. oh, the lie! I saw that movie. That shit. Oh, that's is that's by um, I'm pretty sure I was telling you about this Blumhouse. Blumhouse, yeah, Blumhouse, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
It's like a studio. It's the same studio that made. Um, they made a couple others in some other spooky movies, but. Hold on, let's let's name because right now on uh, Amazon uh, Video, there's a bunch of these Blumhouse movies on there. Not yet, that bro. <laughs> some of those fucking movies, bro, that have you to the end, man. If you just watch that shit. They made the movie Us. Oh shit! That's a uh, is that Jordan Peele's company? No, uh, I'm not sure if they made Halloween. Uh, what was Oh Glass? Bam! Get Out. The First Purge. Oh, so they're doing a whole bunch of movies. Split. Let's go. Oh, The Purge election year. <laughs> the Purge. <laughs> oh, election year. Also, uh, the other Black one. Clansman. Did you see Black Clansman? I have not. It was actually pretty good. I've heard it's solid. No, I haven't seen it either. It's good, it's good. Anyway, so they made this movie live. It's basically about like uh, some chick that like, well, she's like a teenager. And uh, I guess she murders her friend. And then her family has to like spin a web of lies in order to conceal it. Oh, damn. All right. That sounds good. Watch that shit. Is that with uh? Is that the new one with uh, Brian Cranston? Mm-mm. Okay. No, that one. Oh yeah, uh, that's supposed to drop sometime soon, right? Yeah, because that's a very similar he's, story. He's like, like the uh, the judge. Yeah. And his son has, gets into something. He has to work his way. Yeah, yeah. I'll all right, check so, that shit out. All right, how about this movie? You guys watch uh, Office Christmas Party? It's, yeah, it's an yeah, old. Yeah. It's an older movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, that movie's hilarious. <laughs> that movie's hilarious. That movie's funny. Like, you've never, never seen that movie? No. I, you know I what? just saw it like on YouTube TV randomly and it had a, like a bunch of character, a bunch of actors that, you know, that I like. Yeah. Right. So I watched it and I was like, man, this movie's actually pretty fucking funny. I just remember laughing a lot. Yeah. But I feel like no one ever talked about that movie. <laughs> like it kind of came out and then. A quick cash grab and moved on? Sort of, yeah. yeah. But it, that movie was pretty fucking funny. Just like I was telling you, uh. That movie, The Interview, with uh, Seth Rogen. Oh, that's a great one. <laughs> that shit is hilarious. That, is, that one's thoroughly enjoyable. That movie is hilarious. Oh, man, that is a good movie. Bro, what's your what's your best what's your favorite '90s movie? Like comedy Ooh. '90s oh. movie. I mean, I always liked Liar Liar. I feel like that movie was hilarious. Okay, okay, okay. I would say top three anyway, but. Um, I always enjoyed Trading Places. Was that 90s or 80s? That's, I think, I that think that's 80s. That's the 80s. Um, let's bro, see. definitely... Damn it. You just have the ones, bro. Like Jim Carrey movies for me, bro. Jim Carrey movies like Ace Ventura. Oh, and true. Cable Guy. Oh, Ace Ventura, but I like the second one, though. Uh, when Nature Calls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Cable Guy was the shit. Oh, that one's great too. Oh, I prefer Dumb and Dumber over Cable Guy. Nah. Oh, are you serious? Nah. Dumb yeah. and Dumber. Dumb mm. and Dumber is funny. Don't mm. get me wrong. But I think Cable Guy is just like, and Jim Carrey's a lot darker. They're like, oh, oh yeah, he's I a like crazy Cable, man. I like Cable Guy. Get to start seeing him flex some of that range. Huh. <laughs> oh man, you oh, just that, have memories of the movies. Oh, that's a good one. Night at the Roxbury. Yeah. yeah that's a good one. <laughs> boo, boo. Oh, there's something about Mary. That's a great movie. <laughs> oh, shit. 1998. Yeah. 
How's it going, too, bro? Yeah, if you have, if you haven't seen some of these movies that we're naming, definitely watch them because <laughs> not, I don't know how old some of you might be, but some of these young kids out there they they don't they, know they don't they know they don't know. It. But cable guy and uh and something about Mary was Ben Stiller. Yeah, Ben Stiller in his prime. Ben Stiller made some really funny movies after that though too though. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I mean like Meet the Parents is in that class I feel like in like mid two thousands. Oh, Meet the Parents was really good. <laughs> Hell yeah. <coughs> now, now, what's the new what's the new way to enjoy like that type of comedy? Do you find it in movies now? Uh, some, but I feel like definitely less. Like the campiness of them, or? Well, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean by that? Like the, the kind of like, the ridiculous, I don't know, I feel like it's like, movies from that era, like 90s and early O's are still kind of like cheery, and like, kind of like clearly jokes, <laughs> and nothing is ever just like, self-infringing, like, like, I'm trying to think of what's a good example of camp. Um, like, I don't know if you ever saw Reefer Madness. Like, mm. that's campy as fuck. Oh, that shit's also hilarious, too. Um, yeah, it's, it's something that's camp. It's, uh, it means, like, it's almost uh, self-satirizing how, like, it's kind of making fun of itself. And it's so over the top that it becomes endearing. Oh, hmm. but that's not what we're, I mean. No, that's not that funny. I feel like usually. I feel like that's kind of how, yeah. like even like comedies, movies back because you think of like comedy movie now, nothing is like over the top premises. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I guess you're right. Everything's oh, sort of super like a, grounded in reality. Sort of like <laughs> the vacation movies. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. <clears throat> I see. I see what you're talking about now. Yeah, it's just kind of like they they're kind of in on the joke too, and they think like. Uh, they're telling it anyway, and it works. Right, right, right. Okay, I, I understand what you mean now. I, I apologize. I didn't know that was not a common term. No, man. Dude, I, was like, I was like, oh. That's why I said expand on that, because I want to know what, what that means. Yeah, that's wild. That's what you're talking about. That's my theater background coming into play. That's right. Yeah. Because like, pretty much every single musical is, you like before like 1990, they're all pretty damn campy. They're all kind of like making fun of the fact that they're even there or existing. Right. Mm. But it's still like done in a wholehearted way so it doesn't feel cynical. <laughs> it feels endearing. Mm-hmm. That's... Damn, I so get it. Yeah, that, nice. There you go. There's a... Yeah. There's something weird for you today. <laughs> I think... Bro, I'm so into documentaries now. Yeah, me too, man. Oh, we, that's oh, damn we were just talking about that. I told Martel after the podcast, man, there are some documentaries that I've been wanting to watch, but Bree doesn't like watching because, uh, you know, she, she's a woman. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, just, just kidding, just kidding. Uh, she just got bored a little bit easier. <laughs> and she, she doesn't it's a little, it's like, drier. Well, she doesn't understand the way documentaries work, or like at least the good documentaries. Uh, start, I feel like you, you, you really did a good like, job at dodging future trouble, and now yeah. you're like turning right back into it. Well, right no, now. no, I mean, I'm telling you, the good documentaries, this is how they start. So they'll start off a little bit slow, which is okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, giving you like sort of like a lot of the background information. And then some shit will happen where like you sort of didn't see coming, and then it'll be like something that'll blow your mind, and then it'll just be like very, very dark. <laughs> I feel like and a then, lot and some then it just sort of like ends. Some good documentaries are like that, but I would yeah. say like a lot of the stuff that's done well recently uh, does a good job at uh, creating a hook right away. Like yeah. Free Solo, 
Oh, the one about that crazy dude who climbed or uh, climbed El Capitan by himself, uh, completely free solo. Um, That's just crazy, yeah. bro. He climbed what? What's El Capitan? El Capitan is like the largest cliff face in Yosemite. It's absolutely oh. beautiful. It's massive. It's I think it's over twelve. Um, how tall is that thing? It's like twelve thousand feet or something absurd. And just free. Though. Yeah. Like, no, no ropes. ropes. No belaying. You fall, you die. Type shit. So he wouldn't like hammer some shit into. No, like there was no ropes, no belaying, no climbing that way. Everything was through his hands and feet, his fingertips. It is. If you guys haven't seen this shit, <laughs> bro, oh, man, this is the, the this documentary. Free solo. It it's is crazy, straight bro. up. Like and the guy, because like they they start with a piece of the climb as he's making the attempt. Because um, he was the first person to ever do this. He's probably going to be the only person for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And not only is the story in him, the guy Alex something, the guy who actually climbs. Mm-hmm. Not only is he a fascinating character because he literally doesn't feel suspense. He has ice blood in his veins. Damn. And like. And, and as you start seeing his story and what's going on in his life, you're like, oh, that could be really bad, too. And, like, you see how that same ability for him to climb is also the thing that gets in the way of his own personal life and happiness. Ah, because he's so just iced. Yeah. But then, like, these... Like smeared off. But there's, like, the whole meta of it, too, where the climb is intense to watch and just, like, the movie itself is intense. Mm. Um, because... A lot so, of these so when people, you're done with this movie, you're like, man, I need to like smoke a cigarette. Yeah, it's it's intense mm. from beginning to end. It's awesome. It's, okay, all right. You sold me, sir. That's a great documentary. It won Best Documentary of 2019, and there's a good reason, because they crush Damn, us. okay, Ross. Thanks for the recommendation. That was fantastic. I, yeah, that was great, bro. Then, I mean, I've seen it, but I'm, I'm going to watch it again. Is it on <laughs> I think that one's on Hulu. I know it originated on Hulu, but it might be across all platforms now. I, you would have to verify that information with your local Netflix to confirm. Um, <laughs> your local Netflix. No, so that one. Ross, take a little. Okay. Ah, fuck. Yeah. Let's take this. Okay, take The other one I would recommend too, of course, is the one that everybody watched, Tiger King. Oh, Tiger. Yeah, we. we I, I. I recommend. Uh, now, nah, Tiger King's cool, but I mean, Tiger King's not really gonna get you. Oh, it's nothing. It's nothing groundbreaking for sure. Right. But, but I mean, it, it does open your eyes to how certain people live and just like, you know, yeah. the, the different way that people perceive animals. But I think the big piece of why it was so successful is because it did a good job hooking you right away. It set up a premise that was able to bring you in. And then by that time, you're hooked. Oh, yeah, it wasn't sure. necessarily groundbreaking documentary at all. It's covering insane people. <laughs> but it is uh it's certainly engrossing because of the way that they present the information um so yeah i would still say that there's the good documentaries the ones that are going out of their way to get best picture and such mm-hmm. often are setting up now to kind of be here's a hook mm. and then by using that to rope you in and by the time you're like the next thing by the time you realize what happened you're already like an hour in yeah and And now you can't turn it off and and now you're hooked and now you're stuck (laughs) that's stuck in a good way like that uh, one that I watched a couple years back Holy Hell about like a cult oh yeah that one's crazy did you watch that one yeah 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 yeah. ooh that was crazy yeah that one that's a good documentary to watch Uh, Social Dilemma if you have not seen that please see Social Dilemma yeah that's do yourself a favor watch that it'll it'll open your it'll open your eyes 
Now that's a great way to do a documentary, the way they did it though. You're not finding it anywhere? Yeah, I found it on Amazon uh, for like four dollars. Nah, there's it's on something. It's not on Netflix. It's on Hulu? Uh, I don't know, I'm happy. Yo, oh, okay. I seen this documentary on Hulu. Uh I think it was on Hulu. Yeah. yeah. But it was about healing like through just like oh, breathing yeah. and energy or some shit like that. Nice. Have you seen <coughs> it? On breathing? It was like on breathing and certain like meditation to oh, heal. I mean, like, I came across one documentary. Uh, it was crazy. And it was know. just like so, so, someone talking in a very like deep monotone voice. And then the visual was just like like guiding you through like fucking beautiful photos of like plants growing and like <laughs> universes and was this a documentary or a hypnosis I have no yeah. idea what it was but I mean I watched it for like an hour and I was like whoa. hypnosis maybe I was like whoa and now when people clap three times he starts barking like a dog and nobody can explain it mm. uh, I mean you've never been stoned and just like watch some shit like that and they're like just talking about like almost pure nonsense <laughs> no. wait. Oh, wait 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 so, if somebody just clapped three times, right? Like, what if there was some hypnosis done to all of us, right? Ah. And the, the hypnosis the act, being done to us every single day. Every single day. And the it's activation is made to be something that we encounter every single day, regardless of what we do, whatever we want to do. Ooh. So, like, you have a scenario here where if... You had the opportunity to program the world on some secret hypnosis code. Basically broadcast it. What and would you do with it? No, I'm saying like, what if that's being done to you? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's terrifying. But I like, kind of like the thought, thought exercise, too. Mm -hmm. If you had that control and you're able to brainwash the entire population of the planet, mm -hmm. what would you brainwash them with? Mm-hmm. What would be the thing that you reset? That would that's a very difficult to answer. Right? Because mm -hmm. there are a lot of people in a lot of different situations. Yeah. yeah. But there's one thing that you it's it kind of makes you look at values and like what what you just want. Yeah. All like, of them <coughs> to have this what's basic what's the thing? <laughs> I mean fundamental. Let's say that obviously like that sort of thing you you've if you want it to be successful, you don't go for something deep and profound. You go for something small and subtle where they don't <laughs> question their own choices. And then therefore your hypnosis is found out. Like you want something that's just benign enough that nobody really cares, but just powerful enough to actually make change for either yourself or for other people. Yeah, or like, everyone. And then what would something high. so small just be... <laughs> Like something small that creates change that everyone would do, and it would just save us all. Yeah, I mean, from impending I mean, doom. Profoundly, absolutely. Mm -hmm. But if you, if anybody <coughs> doesn't believe it's their idea, they're gonna reject it. Mm. So you're talking about Inception. I guess, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I guess I need to rewatch that movie. That was a good one. No, that's that's crazy though. It's like if you were to, if you're able to hypnotize people, yeah, you know, what would you and do? all you needed was their attention, and you just got that at a very large scale, and yeah. you just could you use them? Oh, just, oh, he, just he use it on them. How about you get them to just like stop believing in their religion? Ah, just anti-religion. Just anti-religion. I wonder, I wonder what kind of effect that would have. But you would have to be more specific. More specific. Yeah, because because like some... anti-religion doesn't just mean. No, no, no. Let's not even just say like totally like whatever. Mm-hmm. Just like just like question it. Like just give them like the doubt. Ah, mm. I feel like most people already have the doubt. No, no, but like no, I see give, what, you, no, I see what you know, you're saying. Like give them to them. Like, all right, so. The pure faith people. There are a lot of those people. That's true too. Exactly. If you give them the doubt, the entire game is a different game. But I feel like that can go either way. On one hand, yeah, you a lot of people have the ability to have rational choice and therefore make up their own minds. But on the other hand, there's a lot of people who use religion as a justification or a reason to not behave primally. Where they're like, oh, if I was, if I wasn't a good Christian man, I would be out there like At doing the terrible things to all these different people, <laughs> oh. and like mm. that's why the system is there. But but that's what I'm saying. If that's the only thing holding them back, then there could be a very negative reaction to taking like if religion no mm-hmm. longer was persuasive. Right, but maybe that's the kind of negative reaction we need right now. <laughs> Gay joke. I'm, I'm just I'm just saying <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> You know, that, that could be something worth looking at. Like, sometimes it takes something bad for something good to happen. No, that's just, that just sounds like... That sounds like just... That just sounds like words. Fascism. That just sounds <laughs> no, like words. Not necessarily. What do you mean it takes no, something no, bad? I'm not talking about, like, taking anything over. I'm just talking about, like, you know... No, it's... I mean, the, the primal chaos. It's... Uh, you're saying that essentially the action of... Like, the ends justify the means, for example. That's a very profound way to say it, but... Yeah, yes, the things, the, some, um, some things have a terrible path in order to accomplish good. Some things can, yes. So, uh, I get that. I, get, I understand that argument. However, it can be so perverted that it doesn't... Like, that, that thought process can be perverted towards things that aren't necessarily good. Oh, no, absolutely. For example... Um, from what we know, Stephen Paddock was a very uh, like conspiratorial person with uh, with conspiracy that leaned very right wing, like <coughs> oh, everyone's taking our guns away and things like that. And there, uh, we've seen in not only uh, Paddock's behavior beforehand, but also with other people like the shooter in New Zealand, uh, Christ- Christchurch. Um, who said that the only thing, only way we'll actually solve these issues is by somebody doing this, and like the only way we can stop what we can prevent, like things like gun control, is by or, or accelerate that argument, and create a civil war, is by being the first person to shoot the shot. That's the radical language that a lot of these like a, a lot of instigators are using in order to say, well, whatever it takes in order to make the world right. And what right means can be very easily misconstrued 
towards an agenda that could be harmful, like for example, mm-hmm. extreme well, uh, white nationalism. The um, I wasn't really referring to like one particular agenda. I was just referring to you know if the people. I, I recognize that, that maybe it went way too <laughs> yeah, fucking that, deep that, there. That, that the system, it was like you know let, let's let, say I'll let you go in. Let's say they only follow you know their government. Because of the church or, some, or something. Yeah. Because, like, you know, in some countries it's very, you know. Yeah, they just like. So if that gives them a little bit of doubt, then maybe, you know, the wheel can get moving in the right direction. Kind of like an Arab Spring. What do you mean? Like what happened with uh, back in like 2010 when social media really started taking off in the Middle East, it allowed for um, groups to organize and that. Ultimately, uh, dictatorships ended up being overthrown. Oh, right, right, yes. Um, because people were able to organize on Twitter, and then it got to the point where the governments, in order f- to stop counter-protesters, were shutting down the internet into their country in order to prevent um, considered a furthered organization of the resistance by that point. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's just something... And it, like I said, it's not for like one particular agenda per se. It's just like people realizing that, you know, they in fact control like their own lives and, you know, they actually have power. It's power just doesn't come from like an outside source. Like power comes from like within. Right. That would scare a lot of people, afraid, that, that would scare a lot of people because, you know, they, they think that there's like some magical force that's like, you know, watching over them and guiding them. But yeah. no, that's okay. But I'm saying like if, if you take that away... Right. Then, then it sort of like changes. Yeah, people aren't prepared for a disorganized or lack of structure. Right. If you put people in their box, they're happy. And then you take away the box and leave them exposed, they ain't going to be happy, even if know. it's more freedom. Exactly, and that's the kind of chaos that I'm looking for in the world. <laughs> chaos, this man. This is just getting kind of boring, man. I love chaos in my I life. Need, I need something else. Okay. Organized chaos. So Donald Trump lost the election. He was a huge source of comedy for everyone. What are we going to do? <laughs> Don't um, worry. <laughs> no, we'll find everything else. We can build off that. Organized chaos. <clears throat> oh... Finish the whiskey. Finish the whiskey. Finish the whiskey. I want another one now. No. Fill it up. I need to get some water, but you know the act of standing up. I got you. Up. I got you. Ah, oh, perfect. Russ Black is on it. <coughs> so we're about to run into Madden. FIFA. I went down best of three. Oh, but it's yes. all good. <laughs> oh no! Were we gonna watch like a documentary? Oh no! Yeah, yeah, we're gonna yeah. watch a documentary. All right, let's watch a documentary. We're gonna we're gonna pick a documentary. I I put some on my watches, and I'm I'm gonna pitch it to these guys and see what they say. Sounds good. Well, then, why don't you pitch them now? Well, no, I, I can't remember what they're called. Oh, just, like, okay, you know, okay. Like, I clicked on them. Yeah, get mm. the notes out. I understand. Come on, come on. It's not like I have like a notepad in my phone. Uh, Okay. That, that, that I log stuff down like that. That's what the watch this is for. Strike that from the record. 